0: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of The Lanes Podcast. Thank you for having another listen, guys. Just before we get into the show, just want to talk to you about our new sponsors that's come on board, Books and Gifts Direct. Books and Gifts Direct is Australia's largest direct seller of books and gifts. They sell their products in lunchrooms, reception desks, and they are in more than 25,000 workplaces in Australia. Their books and gifts sell up to 70% off recommended retail price, and as the largest direct seller of books and gifts across Australia, they have a strong buying power, and without the overheads of a shop front, They can afford to pass on significant savings. So, guys, if you want to take a look at this, the link will be below in the description. But, guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Hey, guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. On today's episode, guys, as mentioned in my previous podcast that just went on, I'm going to be doing my opinions and my picks for the All Stars team 12 from the East, 12 from the West. So, guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Right, guys, welcome back to the show. I do appreciate you guys always listening as usual. Thank you for the support on Instagram and our socials, guys. I do appreciate it, honestly. I'm not going to piss in your pocket and say I don't. I really do. Just before we get into this show, all right, one of the comments we had on the post previously on Instagram was by Mr. Arlen Fitzgerald, one of the good mates of the show. Appreciate you, buddy, listening over all the way in Ireland. Hope you're doing well, mate. Hope you're staying safe. Hopefully, hopefully you're recovering pretty well, brother. He asked me on, on the comments, he said, what what do you think of the struggling Mavs? And I'm going to keep it short. I had to think about it. And the reason I think the Mavs aren't going as good as what they were at the start of the season, like they were in the top four, is I don't think they have a great roster. I think it just boils down to that. They have Luca, who's this generational talent. Don't get me wrong. But they have no other all-star on that team. I know Chris Apspaulzingis was an all-star, but he was an all-star. He's not an all-star right now anymore. So for me... They don't have a lot of great talent. Now, I actually think they're not doing too bad. 14-13, and 13, it's not a great roster, a record, but they're doing better than what I expected. You know, they're sometimes beating teams that they they don't, they shouldn't, and then sometimes they're losing to teams that they shouldn't. So they're, they're a hard team. So much more, you know, playing within the season, so I think that they can definitely turn it on. But we've seen with Luka, he, he, he starts slow gradually, and then he builds all the way up. And then for me, the worst thing for for the Mavericks, if you're a Mavericks fan, he came in at, like, 260 pounds. Like, he came in big. Like, he came in as a big boy. Like, he, he did play the Olympics, don't get me wrong, but he, he probably likes to have... He probably likes to eat, probably likes to have, a you know, a couple beers, some drinks. And that's nothing wrong with that, but just in moderation. Like, fuck. Like, you're, you're, a, you're a top 10 player in this league. you got to learn. Like, if you want to be the best you can possibly be, you've got to come in fit. You don't play your way in the shape. Look at James Harden. He's been doing that for years, and it hasn't worked. So, like... He's got to do it, and once he finds that, like he's like, "Fuck, I can't do this anymore." Then they'll be fucking great. And for me, another reason going back to why they're not very good, they don't have any salary flexibility to get any players, so they have to pay overs because back at Dallas had the back when they didn't have Luca, who the fuck wanted to come play for him? Like honestly, they weren't a very you know great team, and they kind of struggle to get big name free agents. I don't remember. The last time they have got a big name free agent since I've been in the NBA, since I've been following the NBA, they got DeAndre Jordan, but like, sorry, they tried to get they tried to get DeAndre Jordan, but he ended up backing out of them. Like, it's just they don't really get big name free agents. They got Harrison Barnes from the Warriors, but like, no All Star, you know. So it's it's hard for me. I do I, like they did a trade and they got Jason Kidd, but like, they don't really get any like big name big name players. And I think that can change definitely because who the hell would want to play with Luca? Let's be honest. Like, guy's a freak. But, they have no flexibility, so they can't really make anything. They're, like, they got Chris Plazingis, but he's nothing what they expected to be, and he's not like what he was in, in New York. He wasn't as good as what he was in New York. In saying that, he he had, he basically had Luca's role. Like, he was the lead player. He got to do whatever he wanted, so it's obviously hard for him to do that. And, he's playing better. Don't get me wrong, he's averaging 19 and 7 a game, but, he's just not the same player he used to be. so, just going on to that point Owen mate I just don't think they're very good I just don't think they're very good roster wise and they they're not a great team at the moment they of they could they could make some trades they could blow it up they could try to get some players but at the moment I think they'd probably get into the playoffs get into a first round be competitive but probably end up losing but if Luca gets super fit he could maybe do what he did he could do what a LeBron did in 07 and carried them to maybe a, a conference finals like you just don't know like it's there's Endless possibilities, but I think right now, maybe a first round exit, second round, if I'm being very, very, very lenient, and I'm in a pretty good mood right now, I'm in a positive mood, so yeah, I'd say right now, they're not very good. Now, I'm going to move on to the episode, guys, Eastern Conference, Western Conference All-Stars, pretty pretty juicy, you know, there's a couple of players that I'm going to talk about that aren't on the team, and I'm going to talk about them later, after I name all my players, but there's two perennial All-Stars, I think have been All-Stars the of place five years that haven't made my team. My list, sorry, but I'm going to move into my first Eastern Conference. The Definites. I don't need to talk about them that much because we already know how good they are. A couple of players, KD and Giannis, they're, they're for me. They're locks, and Joel Embiid too. They're, they're locks for me. They're like players that are definitely going to make it. They'll probably all get voted in as, as starters, and I think they definitely deserve it. I think they're great players. KD, Giannis, Joel, probably all top 10 players in the NBA at the moment, and I just think that they're locks. They're pretty easy to choose. I have Jimmy Butler in there. I know he's injured, but I still have him in there. If he's healthy, he will get play. He will get voted in. Maybe not as a starter, but he'll get voted in by the coaches. He does so much for the Miami Heat. I'm a big fan of him and everything they do. Next two players I do have in there, and I want to talk about this team a little bit more because I think they deserve their their credit. I have Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan from the Chicago Bulls. And if you said to me Zach Levine was sorry DeMar DeRozan was going to be top five scoring in the league. Also going to be in the top four, and they could definitely compete for Eastern Conference, you know, championship. Because at the end they they're the second seed, they're the second best team in the East right now on 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 record. You know, I would say no, I would have said no. I said I could see them maybe stretching a four seed, but not not a not a top eight, not a not a, not not in the top three, top two. You know, that's that's just my opinion, and i I like to be wrong. I'm happy that I'm wrong because. They've been one of the best teams to watch. They've been a feel-good team. They've been a really positive team. And that Chicago Bulls' front uh, office doesn't need credit. I did say it in the previous podcast or in one of my podcasts. They, they deserve credit because they've done a really, really good job. They've gone out. They've they've earmarked talent they've wanted from the start, especially like Alonzo Ball, Demar and Alex Caruso, and they fit really well with what they've got there. So I'm a big fan of them. And I also think Nikola Vucevic is going to be a big asset for them. In the playoffs, because he is a game changer, he gets his points and his rebounds, and he goes under the radar unnoticed. So I I, I really like what they're doing, and I had to add two of those players in. Next player I have in there from the Washington Wizards, and I'm I think they're a top three team of surprise teams within the NBA right now. I have Bradley Beal in there. I think he's a super super good player. I think he deserves it. You know, he, he has been up and down with injury and and playing a little bit, but he's been he is still. To this day, their best player, and you have to reward someone on their, on their team. He's still averaging twenty-two and a half points, guys. That's pretty nuts. Four point eight rebounds, five point seven assists. So they're doing a—he's doing a really, really good job. And I'm, I've been impressed with how they're playing. They have gone a little bit more. They have got a little bit more losses now, and they're not the first seed anymore. But I still think that they can p- compete for that play-in tournament. And I think that at the moment they—they they would make it. You know, they'd probably make the playoffs right now. But it's just interesting to see what they're like. Because they were a team that I had no idea about. I thought they could be a team that can can compete for the play or a team that is just going to be shit and maybe looks to get traded and go into a full rebuild. But they're actually not going too bad. I think for me, though, if I'm a fan of Washington, I don't really like this because I would rather rebuild it or compete. You know, And, and they're not, they're not going to win a championship, let's be honest. But they're, they're competing, but they're just not in that realm of the top six. They could be at the end of the season, but I just would like to see them maybe... Go out and try to be a little bit more aggressive and try to get some more pieces and try to maybe flip some of the people you got now that are at a high for maybe some younger pieces that you know can that can still compete at this point, but then can be better in five years, two or three years also. Because like so, like a Kuzma, he's been really really good for them. I know he doesn't average a heap of points, but he's been he's been a positive asset for them right now. So I'm impressed with what Washington's doing. First year coach too, guys. You know he came into a situation that was that was pretty tough. So he's doing a pretty good job for me. I would say. Next player I have Trey Young. I think Trey Young doesn't get enough talk in the media circles and the outlets. I think he's a super, super, super good player. I, I I like everything about him. You know, there's a there was a little stat he said in 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 you know some of the social media things I follow on Instagram, it's pages sorry not things and they said like Trey no one, no one talks about Trey Young when he averaged thirty something points in the past in like a seven game stretch, five game stretch something like that. That is hard to do. Like it's hard to score 30 points in a game. Right? It'd be hard to score 30 points in an NBA game, bro. Like, let's be honest. Like that's fucked. Like honestly, that's crazy. Like, and part of my part of my swearing, but man, that's nuts. Like it's really, really crazy. Like for me, I think Atlanta, they're going to be in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. They, they have taken a little bit of time to get back into the swing of things, but you've got to realize they they had a really long stretch. Like, they played into the conference finals, took Milwaukee six games to beat them, so they're, they're a really good team for me. They're a team that can definitely compete, definitely compete, and I think they need to have an all-star in there. Next player I have is Jason Tatum. Now, I know Boston's one of the most interesting teams to talk about, but he's doing a really good job still. Like, he's still been a gun, so, like, I still think he definitely deserves to be in there, and I'm... I'm I'm a voter, right? This say this is my sheet. I have him in there. I have definitely have him in there. And I think he can definitely be a player that can catapult the Boston Celtics maybe into a, into that top six because he's that good. And we've got to remember, guys, Jalen Brown hasn't been healthy, right? So it's it's hard for them. If Jalen Brown was healthy, he'd probably be my last player in in in, in the Eastern Conference, you know. So I, I definitely think, you know, once they get healthy and once they figure out their rotations, maybe they look to trade some players, maybe they look to do some, you know, some some cuts, this and that. Or, or tighten up their rotation, they'll, they'll be okay. They'll definitely be okay. Next player I have in there, I still do have Julius Randle in here as, as an all-star. I think, for me, the reason I have him as an all-star, I know he hasn't been playing as good, you know, and I don't think last year was a fluke because he, it would, it wasn't. Like, he's he's a, he's a very, very good player. But if you're, if you're scouting the New York Knicks, who's the first player you think of when you think of the New York Knicks? Right? It's Julius Randle, right? It's Julius Randle and it's not even a question. So for me... That's a reason why he should be in there, because teams are just doing a good job stopping him, but also, he's a very strong and aggressive player, and like that can sometimes not work in his advantage, but you, you look at his stats, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Like, Not a lot of players in the league are doing that. He's basically averaging 20, 10, and 5. There's not a lot of players in the league doing that, so I definitely believe he needs to be in there. I know the New York Knicks aren't very good at the moment, but they started off well, and He's still a player for me. That's an all-star. So I would still definitely have him as an all-star. Last two players I'm going to talk about, they're both from the same team. And I definitely believe that they're both going to make it. I would have him in there. From the Charlotte Hornets, firstly, I have LaMelo Ball. I think Lamelo Ball's wanna be one of the most impressive players for me. It's just showing you that this guy isn't isn't just like a player that like was going to be okay. Like he's a he's a player that can be a franchise player. Like he's a player that can be that guy. I don't know if he can be a winning franchise player, but he can be a franchise player, and he's averaging twenty points, eight rebounds, seven assists, or seven assists, eight rebounds. That's nuts. It's, that's nearly a triple double in his second season. We don't see that a lot from players, so I definitely believe he deserves to be there. And he'll probably get he'll probably voted as an as a starter, you know, in this team. You know, KD, Giannis, I would say would be in there. I would say Zach Levine would have a pretty good chance. I would say Lamelo would have a good chance. I would say Joel would have a good chance. I, that would be the starters for me, if as, as a vote just on popularity. So I definitely think he has a great chance there. But yeah, I definitely think the deserves to be there. And my last player, is, who I think will be the most improved player in the league, and that's Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges has been a really, really, really good story this season. He's consistently improving. He's come off the bench to a starter to an all-star, in my opinion. I think he's doing a great job for them, and I definitely believe he deserves to be there. You know, averaging 20 points, seven or eight, seven to eight rebounds a game, depending on, you know, certain games. But he, he's doing a really good job, and I think he deserves to be there. I'm a big fan of him, and I think he's an all-star. Like, it's just dead set easily for me. And the one player that's for me, I don't have as an all-star right now, and I think he'll be an all-star, right? But I just don't, I, I haven't been a massive fan of him. And it's, it's Kevin, it's, it's James Harden. Like James Harden for me isn't, he, he, I don't know. I'm just not impressed with what he's doing. And then you look at his stats, 20 points, eight rebounds, nine assists. How can you not have him in there? It's crazy, right? But I, I don't like, I don't think he's been playing at an all-star caliber level. I think he's unfit. He, he, he's not, he's not being a positive asset. He struggled. He struggled, right? He doesn't get to the free throw line. So he's been struggling. So for me, I wouldn't have him as an all-star I think he'll probably make it. He'll probably I don't know who he'll make it over, but I think he'll definitely make it. But that's the one player I was going to talk about from the East that has been a perennial all-star and has just been always an all-star that I don't think will make it and shouldn't make it. Now, we're going to move on to the West. And now the Western Conference is kind of like a lot of players kind of like just slot themselves in. But like, it's still an interesting topic. First two players I'm going to talk about are from the Lakers because they're both going to get voted in as a starters, guys. LeBron and AD. They're both, when playing... Still, really, really good. And there's been there was a little report saying like, where's Anthony Davis been? Like, he hasn't been the Anthony Davis of old. But like, you look at his stats, guys, and like, it's it's actually crazy because I kind of get like, hasn't been what he's usually been. He's averaging twenty four points, ten rebounds, three assists. Right? That's that is crazy good. That is so good. That could possibly be like some that 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 that's so hard to do. Like, I, I don't think people understand how good that really is. And you know you look at it he averaged last year 21 points 2020 26 points right 24 is still really really good you know he's 52% in the field, in field goals you know like he's he's still doing really good he hasn't shot the three point percentage really well, uh, well at all not, not i think 19.2% that's piss poor you know it's really bad but he's still averaging two blocks a game right so he's he's still an all-star starter for me like he's still that good of a player Next player I have in there, Steph Curry. Like, he's a dead set, obvious, guys. He's right now, for me, if I had to vote the MVP. So there's no doubt to me that he's not going to make it. So I definitely have him in there. You know, another player I have in there that's going to be, you know, definite. I have Nikola Jokic in there, guys. He's still doing a really, really good job with this this Denver Nuggets team. I know they're not really high in the seedings right now, but they're still the eighth seed. But they've got so many injuries, man. Like, they got Porter Jr. out. they still got Jamal Murray out. It's tough. It's tough. And they're still in the eight. So I still think they're doing a pretty good job. And I think Jokic definitely deserves to be there. He's the best center in the league still. So like the reigning MVP, of course, he's going to be there. A couple of players I do want to talk about, I want to talk about Donovan Mitchell. He's going to be an all-star for me. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. I definitely think Utah gets the credit they deserve. Just because they've been a team that have been bounced in the the playoffs previous seasons, but they've had really good regular seasons. But they're still a, a really, really, really good team. I think this year could be a year where they could definitely compete and get into that conference finals. Things just got to roll their way. And people forget Mike Conley was out of the playoff series last year in the second round. I think he played the last game, you know, because basically he had to. So, like, people don't remember that. Like, if they had him, they were up 2-0 without him. If maybe he came in game at the start of the series, it could have worked more. They could have beaten the Clippers, right? They definitely could have. But I just think... Donovan Mitchell deserves to be there. One jazz player does deserve to be there for me. You know, I, I I think that they're a really good team, and I think they can definitely make the conference finals this year. I really like them as a team. I like they're a great organization, but they're a small market team. That's why I don't get talked about as much. Next two players, they're both from the Phoenix Suns. They both deserve to be there. CP3 for me and Devin Booker. CP three isn't isn't averaging a heap of points, but they are they're the best two players on the best team in the NBA right now, standing wise. So they deserve to be it. Devin Booker is going to be, you know, an MVP candidate soon in this league. And Chris Paul is probably the best leader in this league right now. Maybe LeBron James too, but he is dead set. He He's one of the most, him and another player I'm going to talk about too, a lot of the things they do doesn't end on a stat sheet or doesn't end on, you know, a certain plus minus. But that it, it is like an eye test. Like you can just say and see, mate, they are good. Like that guy's just, he's got it. And he's got it. Like, it's just insane to me how good he really is. And it's going to be annoying. I mean, it's going to be a bit sad when he leaves because, like, he's, like, when he stops playing, because he's a generational talent for me. Like, he's a player that I love watching. Like, he's a basketball savant. He knows exactly what to do. So, he's a really good player for me. Next player I have in there, I I just talked about him too. I didn't say his name, but Draymond Green for me, he's an all star, full stop. I know he's not averaging 10 points a game, but he's averaging like 10 assists, nearly eight rebounds, or vice versa. If he, if Golden State don't have him, Golden State would be a six to eight seed team. Being dead honest, like he, I know Steph Curry is their best player, but he might be their most important player, you know, or their second most important player. So for me, like he, he's their heartbeat or their brain. He gets everyone moving, going. He controls that team, and I, he's their point guard. He is their point guard. Steph Curry's is technically their like they they start him as a point, but he initiates the offense. He runs it. He does everything. So for me, he's an all star, and he he's a player that. Once he retires, people are going to realize, like, fuck, he was really, really a great player. Like, not a good player, a great player. So that's, for me, something I'm really appreciative in. So for me, I'm just saying that. Have your opinion on Draymond Green, I don't care. He's very much outspoken, but that's for me. Next player I have in there, PG. PG's been really good. Paul George, if you don't know who PG is. He's been really, really good, like 24 points a game. He's been playing super, super well. So for me, I definitely believe he deserves to be in there. I'm a big fan of everything he does. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, this, that, this, that. But I was I was really, really happy with what he's doing. And you look at it, they don't have Kawhi. They don't have Kawhi this season, right? So a lot of people have kind of written him off, but he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. So for me, I'm really happy with what they're doing, what he's doing. And he's probably, for me, the premier or top five premier 3 and D players or 2 way players in this game so he definitely has to be in there next player I have in there Luka Doncic I think he's been super super good as usual but once he gets off that weight man he's going to be really really great again and I don't know what their, their ceiling is because I just don't think they have a great, a great roster but averaging 25 points a game 8 rebounds 8 assists like what the how do you do that like honestly that's crazy that's crazy. It is honestly crazy. Like it's so, it's so mind-boggling to me. A player can do that and like not even be at full form or at, at peak, at like peak fitness. So for me, that's crazy. I definitely have him. Next player I have in here, and you know, I think he will be an a, a, a an all-star perennially for years to come. I think he'll be an MVP in the next five years. Ja Morant. Ja Morant for me is been my favorite player in the league. This past season. I just love everything about him. Memphis have been one of my favorite teams to watch this past year. I love everything about them. I did have a nice little spiel on them in my last podcast. I love everything they're about. But Jar is someone that's so special to me. I'm I you know, obviously hindsight's 2020, 20, but he should have been the first pick in that draft. Like, Zion's played 85 games in three seasons. Like Jar it never really gets injured. I know he's injured now, but he doesn't really get injured that much. He's box office. Like he he is suiting Memphis to a T2. And for me, he's going to be an MVP in five years, I believe. Like I just think he's kind of like an AI 2.0, you know, but he's just so he's so athletic, man. He's so he's so I d I don't know what the word says, but he's just so enjoyable to watch. Like, you just can't not root for him. So I'm a big fan of John Morant and everything he does. And I love that he's on a team like Memphis because he's gonna be that that heart and soul of that team. And I love Memphis, really, man. I'm a big fan of Desmond Bain. We know that. I like Dylan Brooks. I like Desmond Bain so much. Like, I just said it again, but, mate, he's one of my favorite players in the league right now, so I'm a big fan of them. And and he, they have to beat it. They're the fourth seed, guys. Like, they are They are really, really, really good. Like, people, underest- people underestimate them because they're young, but they're good. And Taylor Jenkins, for me, if Monty Williams and Steve Kerr, you know, one of them will get the, the, the all-star Western Conference coach, uh, for the for All Star game, but I would have him Taylor Jenkins as the coach because we've bought, we we've seen you know the credentials of a Monty Williams and a Steve Kerr. They're great coaches. We already know that. But Taylor Jenkins doesn't get the credit he deserves. He doesn't at all, and I think he deserves to be the coach of the year. And I will go back onto the East two to coach of the year should be too, But that's me. And then the last player I have in here, I think he deserves it this year. I think Anthony Edwards is an All Star, and. I didn't know what Anthony Evans was going to be like because coming out, of the, coming out of the draft. I just didn't know what he was like. I just didn't have... I didn't watch him. I don't really watch college basketball like that. You know, I'm not a big fan in the sense of that. I, I, I like... But in, in it's hypocritical what I'm about to say, but college basketball for me is a better brand of version of basketball compared to the NBA. The NBA is literally run and gun. If you go out of isolation, just ISO it. They don't run a heap of action and plays where college is the opposite. A lot of actions, a lot of plays... So I actually like watching college basketball, but I just don't watch it as much because NBA is just—it's more popular. It's more—it's more global, and that's why I watch it. And I love watching the best of uh, the best play, right? So that's that's for me. But yeah, Anthony, I was going back on to him. I didn't know what he was going to be like. Didn't watch him through college, but I'm a big fan of him. I, I like everything about him, what he's doing. I think he's going to be an, a, a perennial all-star for the years to come. I think he's already Minnesota's best player. I know they had California Townsend and you know he's kind of dropping off again. Like I don't know what's going to do with him. D'Angelo Russell, you know, unfortunately can't stay healthy and it's hard. You know, he doesn't want to be like that, but he just can't do it at the moment. So for me, I think Anthony Edwards, you know, I don't know what they're going to be like. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. You know, they might make the play-in at a night seed right now. But I think he deserves to be there. Like, I think most of these teams, the top nine teams have an all-star for me in there. And I just, I really like everything about him and what he's doing. So I'd have him as an all-star and I think he'll be a perennial all-star for years to come. He possibly could be a scoring champion you know, in years to come because he's averaging 24 off the top of my head. Let me double-check that. But I think he's averaging 24, 21.5 you know, in his second season. It's pretty good, 5.8 rebounds, so 6 rebounds, 3.7 assists. That's not too bad for a second-year player. And I, I think the hype's real on him. I think he'll definitely be a perennial all-star. But for me, the, the bigger mission here, guys, Damian Lillard, and he was usually – people – you know, you know how high I am on David Lillard. I think he's a great player, but it's hard for me watching him in Portland. I think he he didn't come out and say he was going to, you know, want the trade. But fuck, he he kind of has to ask for it. He's like, all right, it's not going to work. I'm not going to win here. Portland should look at rebuilding. Like they've been in this position. They got to the Western Conference Finals once, but they're just not gonna. They're not going to win a championship with this team. And the sooner they realize it, the better. And I think it'd be great for Chauncey Billups to come into a position where he can just go and rebuild, and he can kind of coach it the way he wants. Get he can he can work with the front office and analyze talent that they want, and he can build a team like he wants, and he can coach it the way he wants. Because right now it's gonna be, it'd be hard to coach. Like I'm not saying Damon Lillard's a cancer or anything, because I think he's the complete opposite. I love him as a player, but it'd be hard to coach Damon Lillard where all this pressure is on him. You know, he doesn't know what he wants to do. He wants to be you know smart with Portland. He wants to stay loyal with Portland, but it's hard. It's super hard. So I just have him as an omission. You know, it's, it, he hasn't played great either. Like, it's not like he's been, you know, smashing it. I'm just like, I'm just off him. I don't want to put him in there because I definitely would. I, I love everything about him. I think he's one of the most real players in the NBA, one of the most loyal players in the NBA, obviously. But I just don't say, it. you know, 21 points a game, seven assists, four rebounds. It's great. It's great. It's great, you know, stats. It is. But you look at it from last season, 28 points a game, so 28.8, so 9 points a game, 45 from the field, you know, 39 from the 30 point, he's averaging 29 from the three point this season, you know, he, he's just not, he's just not going as good as what he was, and I can't, I can't give him an all-star, and some people might think Russell Westbrook's an all-star, but he's not, let's be honest, he's not, but guys, those are, so, those are the players that I have as all-stars, and the coaches I have as all-stars, I already talked about Tyler Jenkins, but for me, in the Eastern Conference, it's, it's funny. It's funny because there's a lot of people that could be chosen, but I would go Billy Donovan from the Brooklyn, from the Chicago Bulls. They're the most surprising team still right now for me in the NBA. I didn't think they were going to be this good. I thought Golden State were going to be good. I didn't think they were going to be this good, but I'm more surprised with Chicago being this good than Golden State. So I'd have them. I do want to say it's it was hard for me not to put anyone from the Cleveland Cavaliers on, but they play super, super well as a team, and they – Right now, they're the four seed. I don't know if you guys know that. I wouldn't think that if you paid me. If you had to... If you if you told me, oh, just come on here and say, oh, Cleveland's going to be a four seed, I couldn't do it because I couldn't believe it. But, mate, they're playing really, really good. They're doing a really good job. They're playing strong. So, for me, I'm really excited to see what they can do. But it's hard because they don't really have any all-star, you know, caliber player. It's hard. Like, they just do it by committee. They really do. And I, I, I like them. I like them a lot. I think they'll probably you know, definitely be in the playoffs, which is crazy. The person that would probably make it would probably be like a Jared Allen, because he is averaging 17-11. But I'm high on Evan Mobley. Like, if he can get to a point where he gets like a couple of 20-point games and keeps going, he could be an all-star, but I don't think in his first year. But they just do everything really, really well together. I, 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 I don't know. For some reason, I'm kind of negative on him, because I just don't know if they'll make it without Colin Sexton, but... If if Billy Donovan is not the head coach for the for the All Star Game, you know we all, we obviously knew Brooklyn were going to be good in Milwaukee, but it had to be JB big You know, if it's not Billy Donovan, it had to be JB big because he's doing a really really good job. Like they're they're right now better than Miami, Philadelphia, Charlotte. Who I all thought were going to be better than them. So that's my opinion on the coach of the year the um, Eastern Conference coach. But guys, that is today's episode. I, I like doing these ones. These are always. These ones are always fun for me. You know, it's always fun, you know, to have your predictions and this and that. But guys, that's today's episode. Make sure you guys always comment, you know, in in Instagram, you know. If you comment, I will shout you out on the podcast. I'll ask, I'll ask questions. A Q&A will come up in a couple of days too. But guys, that's today's episode. You'll hear a little bit more about our socials and how to follow us on Instagram and this and that and all that good stuff. but so thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe, all the content that's coming your way. Hit us up on Instagram at lanesmedia underscore, all under capitalized letters. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.